So I want to read something to you um, that comes from a book called The Igun, The Ultimate Ancestral Veneration, Spirit Guides, Odun, Igungun, Reincarnation, and Yoruba Spirituality. Um, I might start sharing a little sneak peek inside of my Ifa little walk I've been dealing with um, for the last past, let's say, ever since 2014. I've actively been practicing, but reading about it ever since probably a kid, just different ATRs, being around different forms of spirituality, but actually walking ever since 20, end of 2013, 2014 is when I just start coming in everything um, on my own. So I want to read you something from this book about the Egoons, the spirits of the ancestors. I have an ancestor class. Shout out to some of them that showed up today. I appreciate y'all being here with me. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me learning and growing and glowing. So that's what we're about to do. I want you to pay attention to the huge role in Yoruba religion. They are highly revered among his people. Learning about these ancestors and their role will help you better understand your African roots. This book begins with an introduction to the history, culture, structure, and spiritual philosophy of the Yoruba religion. We also go into the world's creation, a significant part of any religion, and we explain to the Yoruba creational myth and introduce you to the chief deity, Olodumare, who started it all. And you will also learn about some of the core concepts of religion, like reincarnation and the afterlife. We then move on to explain the Orishas and who play a prominent role in the veneration of the ancestors. And the second chapter will answer your questions about these entities and clear up some of your misconceptions. We will also provide interesting stories about most well-known Orishas to help you understand your personalities and different powers. After learning about the Orishas and their purpose, the book will set out detailed information about how you venerate them, communicate with them, um, and another type of spirit is called Egg Bay. Now, the reason what made me read this book because it talks about Egg Bay, and I didn't want to give my own personal opinion yet. It's just because I don't, and I don't want to know what's inappropriate or appropriate to say. So I wanted to use somebody else's. If I could start with that as being the recourse, y'all know how I do it. I start with the recourse, and then we work our way up to my uh, level of understanding, overstanding. Um, so another type of spirit is Egg Bay. Who could provide guidance, support? This book will explain the concept of Egg Bay and its various types and how it differs from the ancestral spirits. You will find also how these spirits can help you connect with your ancestors and what offense will please them. The book will also answer the main questions uh, you likely have in mind. Why are the ancestors so significant? Significant, excuse me, in the Yoruba tradition. You will learn about the Igun and what's them highly revered. It, it just basically goes into all these different things. So the reincarnation is a popular concept in uh, many cultures. However, Yoruba people believe and have a different understanding of that concept. So they explain in the Yoruba religion how it, the spirits of the ancestors basically um, are in constant, you know, they know they're coming back and forth, basically. Like, um, it goes into instructions, okay? Um, but I want to get to this ancestral veneration and what we call Ajogun. It's for a reason. You got a lot of people nowadays that's fucking playing with spirituality like kitchen witching and shit with people. You know what I'm saying? And that should have really get you fucked up when you fuck with somebody that know what they're doing. I don't give a fuck what your energy got going on. Your personal energy is not stronger than an Orisha or an initiated person. Fuck what all these people is telling you. They're going to get you killed. Okay? You are not stronger than these spirits that are ancient that are protecting people. 
Okay, so with a lot of people spiritually, this audio is going to help you get your ego the fuck out your way because it's going to get you killed. Your ego will get you killed in the spiritual realm, fucking with people that know what they're doing. Rule number one, ancestral veneration is a way to gain spiritual wisdom, not to fuck with people. <laughs> a lot of people is using this like their ancestors are fucking attack dogs. I've been told by the ancestor realm to stop before you begin to feel your own nefarious ass ways in your own roads. This is supposed to be a benevolent essence of communicating with spirits to interact, to gain wisdom, not to harass people. The ancestors also believe to linger in this world. So while you doing shit and thinking that you got to summons them and they to trick y'all and thinking you need an altar to do all this shit, you're wrong. They're mingling and they're watching you do what you do. Now, I want you to remember this. They watch over our family members and they guide them through the hurdles of life until they are ready to be rejuvenated again. The Yoruba also believe that the spirit of the ancestor are reborn into children in the same family. I'm a grandmother. I have witnessed that shit. And I'm not talking about them looking like them. I'm talking about the energy and the soul of that baby is somebody that I knew and once loved. That's what I'm talking about. That's why they have these naming traditional systems, okay? The ancestors are always remembered and mentioned in everyday conversations in the same way as if they were alive. A lot of people only fuck with their ancestors when they're at that altar trying to do some shit. We're going to get deeper in that. Every day, you become habitually ritualistic with them. Moreover, the living relations can communicate with them. Occasionally asking them to ward off dangerous situations and corrupt behavior as an act of gratitude for their protection and ancestral spirits are honored through communal celebrations. Consulting their ancestry, a person can learn much about their own destiny. The ancestors can often provide clues about a soul's plan in other or previous lives to help them, right? To get into this, into this help for them, okay? So the thing is with these people, you have to remember, okay, in the way that you're dealing with these spirits, these ancestors, they are not uh, your attack dogs. They are not uh, these people that's ready to go against other black people. So when y'all hearing all this shit, just know that that's not really what's going on. Like, not at all, Okay. When you get into uh, this essence of doing shit to people, working your ancestors like fucking attack dogs, uh, not properly feeding them, even dealing with Arisha without honoring them, you will bring what they call a sogbo to yourself. Now, let me tell you what goes on with this sogbo, okay? I'm going to explain to you. This is a system of beings called Ajogun. Now, <laughs> it's about to fuck a lot of people up. I don't know why nobody explained this to people before. And I was taught this because I'm giving you the backdrop. I used to be the motherfucker in the kitchen that thought I was knowing what I was doing because I knew a little bit of shit. I'm like, oh, I'm strong. I'm going to pitch at this bitch. You know what I'm saying? She's stupid. She ain't going to know. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people try to play me like I'm done too. You see what I'm saying? And it's not fun when the bird got the gun. I had to learn how to use my power because I was just lighting motherfucking shit up. That's not what you use that energy for. 
when you thinking you working with power and you thinking you working with Arisha, you not initiated, Ajogun is what the fuck you working with. These are the beings that represent the negative forces of nature. It could cause mishaps in people's life. Yeah, that's why you wish that this was going to happen and something fucked up happened to her or him. Because it's demon-like creatures that can be responsible for the many hurdles of accidents, illness, issues, social connections. That's why a lot of black women don't get along, Ajogun, because y'all want to be the witch. You see what I'm saying? We got to pay attention to this shit. That's not how the power go. That's not even what they call the power. So pay attention. This is essentially how the Yoruba traditional religion describes almost every danger, illness, mishap, afflicted person is either bewitched or possessed by evil spirit. Now hear this shit out. In order to be cured, these people visit these priests and priestesses. Now you know it's so many of them now. Okay, back then it wasn't like that. You had these certain people that was aligned being the priest. Now, I want to speak on that before I finish the rest of this because it's going to fuck you up. I come from a village of people. I come from a tribe of people, the Bersons. Okay, we had one goddamn chief, a group of people that knew about the medicine, and one person that was considered the priest. We did not have 17 priests in the fucking community. It was one person. You go around, you got 197,000 goddamn priests. So you don't really know who you're going to for divination. Because now the people that we deal with on this side of the power, who has the power, will initiate anybody for the money. You will have people that will initiate and overnight they become a priest. That's not how the fuck it works. I've been studying 14 years on different types of shit. I would never even utter that shit out of my mouth. I don't speak about it unless I have an authentic African recourse to speak on what I want to speak on because I don't know what I can say and what I cannot say. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper in why I said this. So again, anytime you have any danger, illness, mishaps, if you're not an unlucky person, you afflicted or bewitched or possessed, by some form of evil spirit, what they call Ajogun. To be cured, you have to find an authentic priest, perform divination rituals, not one ritual, and they did some stuff and it was healed. That's not true. It is rituals. It is a series of rituals to learn, and you have to do why the Ajogun has attacked this person. If possible, the priest or the priestess will advise them on how to ward off anything troubling them. Now, this is the problem. A lot of humans have natural ashe. Ashe is the inner force possessed by humans and natural elements, orishas, deities, okay? This force is similar to the natural form of energy called chi, okay? Chinese traditional medicine, Eastern spiritual traditions know about this chi. They know how to move it, direct it, if it's good or bad. And when containing the natural elements like rain, wind, or even blood, okay? You see how I switch? to the elements, back to your blood, okay? It is a character that will be entirely determined by the supreme being. In humans, it can be influenced, which often brings right at birth by giving a child a particular name. So even what you call yourself is influencing what can happen to you. That's why in Ifa, you get a new name. Everyone has a name, okay? The Yoruba believe that the Ashe can promote change, either positive or negative, and as a paramount to start influencing it 
towards positive outcomes as early as possible, okay? Because if not, you will be dealing with something that you only want to get into, which goes into deeper of exobo. I got about another couple minutes. Let's talk about the types of Orisha. Is everybody like, oh, well, my ancestors, I'm about to go to war with them. And this, you don't know, this woman got a whole Orisha uh, shrine in her house. She's going to fuck you and your spirits up. The niggas is not experienced. She's been living for 600 years in her conscious. I told some people last night, to be a fucking immortal don't mean you run around in the same body. It's not smart to even think that way. That's a very lower consciousness. It means to remember to truly be immortal, you have to have a certain type of blood in your spirit, right? On a physical level. But on a soul level, you have to remember every fucking lifetime, everything you did. You remember everything. Not you trying to remember, I got amnesia, I'm tapping back. You remember every fucking thing who these niggas is. And you know who they are. And not many people are immortal. So cut the shit. We know who the fuck is who, okay? This term, deify ancestors, refers to the spirits who hugely impact humanity. So, let me run that back. Hugely impact humanity. We're not talking about your fucking ego impacting people who really did some shit when they was alive, okay? Not just running around thinking you the man who really did shit for the whole collective. These ancestors play significant roles in their society. They're brave soldiers, kings, heroes, heroines, and they will live forever in this Yoruba mythology, okay? And they establish control over the forces of nature by making sacrifices and offerings. And it's used its destructive power against their enemies while employing its benefits to help people. Some people out here, and y'all watch social media and shit, they don't speak of nothing about healing their damn community unless they got some mermaid oil for your ass for the 1111. This is what the fuck it is. They ain't doing no, ain't nothing hugely impact but the hair weave store and them long ass motherfucking cocoa nails. That's why I stripped all of that shit off of me last year. The spirit said, this is not it, bitch. We get you as a beautician. We gave you your beauty time. Get into your nature. That's why the fucking hair is nappy and the nails ain't done. The only thing I'll be fucking with is the eyelashes and some motherfucking gloss because they don't even like none of that shit. The forces of nature, Orishas don't like nothing fake. So when I be hearing people, oh, I do all this rich work, you lying. I don't fucking believe you. I can't even smoke joints when I got them pots in that house. You see what I'm saying? I can't wear fake fingernails. They don't like nothing unnatural. So just always remember that. The Yoruba people believe that any useful element of nature has its own spirit. Everyone has a spirit, electricity in their body. That does not mean you have a soul. So the most powerful and distinguished spirits are all of the Orishas. Not just Oshun, not just Shango. And the people only know seven goddamn Orishas. I'm just sick of it. It is over 250 primary forces of Orisha and over 2,500 sub-forces of Orisha. And that's why a lot of people look really utterly ridiculous to other people that are initiated. That's why y'all think they shitting on y'all. They're not. It's just you going off of shit that you feel and not what you know, and you really could be stripping yourself from the nature of your blessings. And I'm going to deep explain why. 
These erishes, however, don't re represent the whole force of nature. For example, the spirits of the lakes, mountains, rivers, wind, trees, all erisha, okay? But they do not represent the whole force. Catch heed to that shit. Erishas are the spirits of controllable and disciplined aspects that practitioner and people can use in their rituals. I said controllable <laughs> and disciplined. Two big things that we missing from a lot of people. Y'all probably like Macaulay Calkin. Cheeto, what? These people got to be in control? Yes, they're not out of control. They're disciplined. So I just described probably three people y'all know from paying attention. If you in the social community, learning spiritually, I probably named about five people you know in the community. We just dwindled hundreds of thousands of people down to buy about 10 niggas, right? The primordial divinities of Orisha and primordial divinities are the oldest types. They are known before pre-creation itself, okay? these Some of these beings were before creation. They emerged from the divine and came directly from heaven and some inhabited the earth before mankind and have now become sacred. So when people just all, oh, that's why y'all, the people is mad at you in the Elays because you playing with their fucking parents' name. That's like you calling my mama a bitch and you don't know Miss K. Bitch, I'm putting paws on you. You run around speaking on my mom, you don't know my mama put paws on your ass. And you better believe it's a lot of people I just told y'all. They're not disciplined. They got power, but they deal in spiritual ego and they see you playing with shit that they just spent their last $15,000 out of. Because I'll tell you uh, for my damn self, and I got some witnesses on here, that voodoo shit learning it, it ain't cheap. Them ceremonies ain't cheap, baby. So I know a lot of y'all ain't got $10,000 being crying when you got financial problems trying to get $40 for a reading. Respectfully as fuck. Because when you get readings, it's costing you in between... 50 to $800 after you get that reading for that above. You see what I'm saying? I know we got to stop playing with these primordial divinities. Oldest types of pre-existing creation itself. I want you to think about this shit. Sacred. Elegua, the youngest, the most powerful, and the custodian of Ashe, the great Eshu, Ibo Milani Eshu, okay? Mojuba Eshu. Orisha of mischief and trickery, similar to Loki from the Norse mythology and the Marvel movies. He has a childlike nature and enjoys dancing, playing pranks on people. And unlike Loki, Ilegwa is a kind Orisha who provides protection rather than causing harm. He protects those who people who represent him with the offerings and preventing the forces of evil from entering. So he, all of them can prevent them, but this, he's like the custodian of shutting roads, okay? So Ilegua isn't an evil Orisha, but he craves attention. He punishes those who fails to notice his presence. He also shares similarity with the Greek god Hermes and acts both as these messengers between, between the other worlds, the worlds of the spirit, and the case of the Orisha. Although he is a trickster, Ilegua is one of the most powerful Orishas. He is the custodian of Ashe. During any other ritual or ceremony, his name is always invoked first, unless they're doing some type of blood ebo, and that is when Ogun, which is the knife, is cutting the throat of the animal. That is the only time that Eshu does not eat first, okay? He is the gatekeeper of the Orishas, and his permission is required 
So before everybody doing all this work, oh, I'm at home, I let her up, nah, nah, this bitch. You, did you get permission from SU? Because everywhere the mother is, some people, I got it from the mother. Let me explain that to you. Before you can even address the mother, you got to address the son. You ever hear black people say, boy, go get your mama. Go get your mama. You tell the child to go get their mama. You don't just come in and call somebody in somebody's house. That's not how you do. You just don't go in somebody's house calling for their mama. You don't do no shit like that. When you go to the ocean, I see a lot of women, they got y'all on here. These niggas that lied to you, got you at the fucking ocean doing offerings naked and shit. They ain't tell you that SU is the seashell before you approach the water. Did you did you speak to the son before you went in his mama's house screaming for his mama about your earth problem? No, you didn't. Eshu is the keeper of this. He manifests as either an old man or a young child. And he could be in all different types of objects. Okay. This is the contradiction which represents his association with the beginning and the ending of life. He is the protector. He is the warrior dressed in black and red, which is the image he often adopts to appear. His favorite offerings. Well, people will tell you that they are candy, straw hats, cigars, toys, silver coins, toasted corn, smoked fish, and coconut. I'm going to say coconut, grains of paradise, palm oil, and the, and the right kind of uh, hen. That's what I would say. Hens. <laughs> or like certain chickens. You know what I'm saying? Certain color ones. He is associated with the number three. I would say he was associated with the number four, but whatever. And the colors black and red. The best time to present offerings to him is on Mondays. Elegwood is associated with the Catholic saint of Anthony of Padua. Elegwood was one of Olumare's favorite Orishas because he saved his life. Let me run that back. Elegwa was one of Olumare's favorite Orishas because he saved his life. So when you're dealing with these ancestors, this is the command that it go in before you dealing with, oh, I got, I'm going to just set up this altar to this deity. You never had a ceremony. We get that you love this energy. We all do. I'm just telling you, you will bring what's called a sobo to yourself. A sobo is misfortune. These Ajogun entities is in control of it. A lot of women who think they're witches, they got power from darkness. And that's why you be like, oh, we ain't going to do that because the karma come back. No. Them damn dark spirits are sending that shit back anyway. You will eventually feel the power of your negative ass ways in your own fucking road. You're going to lose your fucking head fucking with the right bitch with this shit. And she going to do it calmly from the comforts of her own home, praying in a reeky way. She's not going to have to light a candle. She's not going to have to summon them because she talks to them spirits every morning. You only talk to your spirits when you get mad or when you feel something wrong or when something off, you want to take your ass out and whatever you're doing with these spirits. No, these people are doing this every day when they wake up. When they wake up, they pray into these spirits so nobody's doing something to them. They get up and they spend hours, I know I used to be one, at their altars, communicating, praying and meditating for weeks on head. So while you just thought today you was working on them, no, they knew fucking six months ago, nigga, that you was coming and they prayed up. This is what I try to tell people about the Yoruba culture, it's not, I don't even see it as a religion. If I'm wrong, stand me corrected, somebody. But I don't see it as a religion. It is a way of life. If you just read, if you just heard me read, Ilegwa was Olodumare's favorite because he saved his life and Olodumare is God. 
I want you to think about how you should never underestimate somebody. So if you sit up underestimate, never, because a mere child saved God. Sit with that shit. This is a lot of humility that needs to come over this community because it's the ego is rampant in the fucking spiritual community and it has taken over your spiritual experience. When the child has saved God, Orishas had a human-like quality and succumbed to temptation. In one story, the Orishas hungered for more power. This is why I want to share this. I want to leave y'all with this. They decided that they should rule mankind instead of Olodumare, who was getting too old. They say he was too old. They believed they were better fit to rule since they were already involved with humanity anyway. Olodumare was terrified of mice. So the Orisha decided to scare him to death using mice. The Orisha's plan for everything but forgot to tell Ilegwa, who was the youngest, the trickster. The Orisha was aware of their intentions because he was the gatekeeper and he was standing at the doorway listening. I'm going to rewind that back for you one more time. When you're doing your sneaky shit, Eshu is listening to you at the door. He's going to determine... Am I going, if these people got strong levels and heavy clubs, and what I mean by that is, are you a shit starter? Do you just want to start shit? Are you used to the cortisol raising in your fucking blood? Because if so, SU has door number one, the prize for your ass. And that's how you get down. A lot of y'all also, I've seen it on every major fucking thing that got anything spiritual on it, got these offerings and these altars to SU, and it's negative. You going in front of it, cussing it with Michelle. He is going to get you for that dumbass scene that you just put on in front of that altar, whether you was initiated or not. He's going to spank that ass. Because you ain't supposed to go before SU like that. That He is the one that's carefree, has not a problem in the world. And when you thought you knew, he'll tell you, do it and see what happened. Watch what I'm going to do. He's, he's like that. And that's why people think that he's evil, but he's not. He's always teaching you that what you're doing to others, I'm going to put it right in your lap. We're going to put it on your head and let you balance it. And see how well you walk with it. So this is what he did to the Orishas. He was aware. He heard him at the door. They didn't inform Olodumari of the Orishas' treachery. Olodumari arrived at the Orishas' hut to find hundreds of mice. He was so terrified. The Orishas locked the door. was no way out. Okay? They didn't trap God inside with all these mouths. Elegwa came to Olodumari's, Olodumari's aid. He calmed the deity down and devoured all the mice. Ola Dumari was angry and was disappointed and demanded to know who was behind this betrayal. Ilegwa gave him the names of all the Orishas involved, and they were all punished on the spot. Ola Dumari was grateful for Ilegwa's heroism, being a hero. He showed his appreciation by giving him the freedom to do whatever he wanted to whomever he wanted without any consequences. This enabled him to perform all the mischief and trickery he desired without answering to anyone ever again. Now, I just want to leave y'all with that because I want y'all to be aware of, okay, the shit that you're doing as practitioners, not even just the people in the class, whoever is listening to this anywhere in the world, any time of day, this shit is immortal. I want you to be aware of the shit that you sitting up doing to people. Yeah, it's fun. I used to be the motherfucking hurt bitch with the assorted candles too. Fuck. I, and then I learned better. 
Then I learned that I didn't have to respond like that. Then I learned from my real power what it was. Okay. What is this Aksobo that I'm talking about? What is, what are you talking about, Cheeto? What is this misfortune? From the Olodu Okana, the one mouth, there is a gain and there is a loss. From one, the world was born and from one, the world is lost. Life is complicated. And as the Olodu Anule learned late in his life, it was quite frankly messy. Life is messy. Misfortune fills our world. Unfortunately, in modern Orisha worship, many inheritance fall back on the Eurocentric worldview that describes absolute good versus absolute evil. When discussing Ibi as Osogbo is known in modern Orisha worship or variants, the university trained philosophers and professors are no exception to this bias. When describing the theory of evil in the Yoruba uh, ontology, no less of authority than Dr. Oladeli Ayobayogun, Biologun, excuse me, Abiodun Biologun, excuse me, professor of philosophy at Olabisi Onabajo University in Ogun State, Nigeria, he wrote this. Several responses or uh, basically theories have been put forward by these theists to explain the philosophy of the problem of evil and uh, this ancestor worship and all this, what is this misfortune stuff by dealing with it? Because they thought that these people was having evil in by worshiping the ancestors. So this is how they think the ancestors shit is evil. The, uh, basically the response, which hints the concept from the fall of man from the original state of righteousness and hinging him upon the idea of gradual creation and perfecting the humanity through the life and highly imperfect world and the response of modern process and theology. This is basically God who is not all powerful and not the fact able to prevent this evil. So how is God all powerful if you can't stop the evil? So Dr. Bio Lagoon translate the word Ibi as evil or Ibi as evil, not misfortune. Okay. And while this discussion of Ibi in many ways is violent, is Eurocentric sway thing makes it difficult to separate the wheat from the chaff. You will get yourself really harmed dealing with these spirits. Because they view Elegwise evil as the Satan because they couldn't explain. So Dr. Bailogun's work, many of his arguments and theories concerning Osogbo in our world, specifically the workings are with Eshu. So that's why they see him as being dark. Let me tell you what Eshu also does. Yoruba believes in dualistic terms. Everything is duality, okay? The reality is ancient. Leukemia cosmology does not teach absolute good or evil. There is rather holistic of eray, blessings, Osogbo, misfortune, and between the two extremes have a balance which the Western world calls good or bad or evil, whatever. Promotion of Iray, which is goodness in the world, are all the Orishas, the Igun, the ancestors, the Arun, the ancestors of faiths, who inhabit Orun, Riray, which is the good heaven, because it's a good heaven and it's another kind of heaven. And promoting a Sogbo in the world are the Ajay. Here we go. These are the witches, the birds of the night, and the negative forces known as Osogbo. Collectively, we call them Ajokun, and they inhabit Orun Boruku, and that is the bad heaven. Now, y'all ain't never heard this shit in y'all's life, but you deserve to know this shit because everybody ready to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. The world about to come to an end. They fake bombing everybody. Everybody want to go to heaven, whether you Christian or religion, nobody get ready to die. I just told you that it was a good heaven. Orun Riri and a bad one. Orun Baruku. 
to really understand this concept. However, one must abandon this Eastern European, Western European bullshit, Eurocentric thinking of this creation, male and female and the rib and all this bullshit. Because it ain't even like that. We just got to leave all that. Just This ancestor worship, this information is not evil. It is a balance. This is the nature and it happens as a result of the interaction of Ire and October. The earth revolves around the sun and the nights and the days grow shorter, vice versa. Both the sunrise and the sunset are upsetting the balance between day and night. This is not evil. This is nature. So again, it happens as a result of the interaction of Ire and Osogbo. The natural law is Oladumari's law and natural law supersedes anything especially human desires. And this is in Lukumi, spirituality. All indigenous-based nature spiritual systems, such as Lukumi ATR religions, conceive this God as good and evil and not as spiritual absolute, but rather as a balance and an imbalance. And while nature itself is correcting, is self-correcting, humans are not, okay? So eventually the lengthening and shortening of the days and night result into what we just had, like this equinox, where nature corrects itself. Does that make sense? So nature is correcting itself. You being human and ego is not bringing correction. You're going to bring this unbalanced or this dark heaven. So some people think that they ascending, working with these ancestors to the lighter heaven. No, you're not even using the force right. As I told y'all, if y'all paid attention, if not, go back and watch the video, how to appropriately use the force. It has to be a balance. Some of y'all just think y'all the wicked witch. You ain't my liberal sin. That is, you see who played it. That ain't for us. When the earth and this energy, okay, what they call uh, this concept of evil is not part of the leukemy uh, world review. The, the alabaricha or the olaricha seeks this wholeness. That's why y'all hear me talking about I'd rather be holding good. I ain't in the balance. Balance leads to stagnation. I know what part of heaven I come from. We just gonna let God know, me and God know about that. So balance leads to stagnation to me. That shit is, we gonna be in harmony, okay? Nature is inevitably achieves this balance, this harmony one way or another with these equinoxes and these things. But humans, we must suffer. We must work to find this balance and this fucking harmony. We do this in a world fused with E-Ray, blessings, and a sobo misfortune. This world is filled with all of that shit. And when a human being lives in this harmony and this balance with both nature and your individual destiny, then that is what's called E-Ray. Now, let me say this, because this is uh, part two of the video, but I'm going to separate it and call this a sobo, okay? Continuation of the other movie. I'm going to answer some questions because when you are out of balance with nature and your destiny, you live within Osokbo, which the Western calls evil, fucked up life. It ain't going right for you. Shit fucked up. My money fucked up. I got to get my shit together. Something that you're doing. Because if you weren't doing shit, your life should be spanking, beautiful, lovely. You know, people that are with, I told you the word Ajay don't only mean, um, energy in the morning because ajay can mean the energy in the morning ajay can mean witch ajay can mean mermaid energy wealth it's all abundance either way you look at it it's the balance 
but it can mean three things, not just one. So when people saying that, just let's let's be real. They can't tell you the difference because they don't know. It's three ways that could be Ajay, okay? But I'm speaking of the one that is the Ajay witch, what are the poo poo, doom doom, and the fufun witches? A lot of witches, majority of them, and the and the Ifa people tell you this are dark. All this uh fake you, oh I'm loving light, bitch. Ain't nobody believing that shit, bitch. You believe that shit. I don't. You believe that shit. I know what the fuck you doing. You think you dark. And a lot of people get into this shit to be dark with a motherfucker to bring the misfortune. Playing like you got. <laughs> what is the 16 of soak bowls? The same way as 16 old dudes, it's 16 ways that you could put yourself in a situation that is not where you want to be. And I'm going to explain these to you and then y'all tell me, okay? The first one is Iku, the personification. Here we go. Remember, I always get on y'all like, stop trying to personify shit. And this is why Iku is the personification of death. Ano, personification of fleeting curable illnesses. Aro, the personification of durative terminal illness. Io, personification of tragedy. Araye, chaos and the personification of wickedness. Ina, personification of war. Tia, personification of gossip. Tia, tia. Ona, personification of affliction. Affliction, excuse me. Ofo, uh, personification of loss. Ogbo, personification of maleficent sorcery. Akoba, personification of all things that are just not good. Fibito, the personification of sudden death and cardiac arrest. Egba, the personification of paralysis. Oran, the personification of moral and legal crimes. Epe, the personification of curses. Iwan, the personification of imprisonment, especially false imprisonment and kidnapping. Eshe, the personification of general afflictions. So this Yoruba scholar, and y'all know a lot of black people dealing with all of that, okay? It's because what you're doing. The Yoruba scholar and contemporary authority of Yoruba spirituality, Kola Abimbola, excuse me, writes, unlike Judo-Christianism, no single entity can be held responsible for the occurrence of evil. Evil does not emanate from one source. Evil emanates from the spiritual forces called Ajogun. That is the powers on the left. The Abibola further asserts that these forces, Ajogun, are all separate and distinctive entities. And as such, they are individually responsible for specific types of evil. The Ajogun have eight warlords. Iku, Arun, Ofo, Egba, Oran, Epe, Iwan, Ese. Them is them. And the Lukumi cosmology knows the names more than eight of these forces. It's total of 16. And they have these ritualistic beliefs of how to get rid of these concepts. Now, a lot of indigenous people know black people that's plagued with that shit. Okay. And they talked about how Oksobo attained supremacy over E-Ray. And when she did, she gave birth to those that I just explained. And chaos came to the world. So when you see women that like to just, they got to operate from chaos, these bitches is from the dark heaven. They ain't up good at all. Ain't nothing good about it. They from the dark heaven. They come from the chaos of the world. And they bought chaos, araye, to the world. 
sickness in the hearts of humans. That's that jealousy, malicious deeds, a sogbo in the world, content with their powers, which became extreme. Araya left her brothers and sisters and wandered through creation. But everywhere she went, the children of a sogbo followed her and fed off of her ways. Araya was powerful in the primal cause of dissent and disorder on earth, and she led the Asogbos in the world. Iray was content with this, his place in nature, and often he slept while the Asogbos did their work. He remembered Olofin's decree that humans will always pray for him first, but rarely will he answer. If he cannot be the first and the greatest, he thought then I will make them, I will make the world work for me. That's why God make you work for him. That's Olofin. And through the trials and through the tribulations and through suffering, they will beg me and again and again to come. And humans prayed, the priests divine, the original worships made Ebo. And wherever the Asogbo went, Iray soon followed. But only if they were obedient to Olofin's demands, Iray resigned himself to the way things were, he was satisfied. And by their nature, the Asogbos are never satisfied. So when you think you feed in dark spirits and you gave them just enough, oh, they coming back to eat because they eating from your fucking waist. And when you ain't shit, you on the menu. <laughs> real shit so i hope this class and let me tell you where these books come from okay this book a sobo one second is written by ocha nalili ocha nilili um alukami he's like probably a alukami priest and the other book that I read from was called, um, that I gave you that good information from, was the Igun, the ultimate guide of ancestral veneration, spirit guides, Ogun, Odun, Igun, Gun, reincarnation, and Yoruba, uh, Yoruba spirituality. And that book is by Mari Silva. Okay. So y'all know I always give y'all the recourse, but. Like I said, I'm not an Eonifa yet. One day I will be, and I'll be able to go off the dome, and that'd be between me and Oladumari, what I say or do. But now I operate in through appropriation. I'm a powerful person. I don't have to have a motherfucker telling me to do, but I will double lay. I will double lay in front of my enemy just to show respect that I'm humility and I got good character, and that the earth beef motherfuckers be having with me is not really what it is. I don't need a Sogbo in my life. And when I did dark shit for people, a Sogbo followed me. The whole time I would be doing dark work and negative shit, motherfuckers was always dying, all types of weird ass accident. I had people try to wish uh, me to die from a heart attack. I'll be having heart attack symptoms. And it was people that loved me, that was mad about me having Ashe, mad about me having power and not being initiated. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's really people that's fucked up and sick out here. And their ego has taken over their spiritual experience. And I'm telling y'all, you will learn about fucking with people. That shit gonna be in your roles. That shit gonna get your ass. <laughs> Elegbara gonna get all of your ass. I don't know why people keep playing with this shit. So the spirit led me to start working with children again. Like, go back to these kids. Fuck these adults. These niggas is gone. They mind gone. These niggas think they God over everybody. No, you God over you. And then if you ain't in control of that shit, these, these the powers that be, that you co-creating with, nigga, they're going to come show respectfully than the motherfucker. They're going to let that shit be known. You don't want to live that. I'm telling you. Certain, being a child of certain riches punishment is far more 
dangerous than what you think it is. And then if you practicing, you're not practicing traditional ephod, you're dealing with a whole nother level of karmas and all these different things that they think. And that book is deep. Like I read that book the first time and was like 2020 when I got the book, I was done fucking with, I was really done fucking with magic as a whole. Not like it scared me or nothing like that, but it was like, man, I've been fucking up. I have not, been, I just felt I'm a person that like to be like, uh, responsible for myself and the shit that I'm running around doing. Um, and I realized that I was really being disrespectful as fuck to a whole sacred practice. I couldn't even fuck with none of it. And my, uh, I got somebody on her. She'll tell you, I had the conversation with her. I'm like, I can't even fuck with this shit no more. And at the beginning of this year, she was helping me. I'm like, I got to get on this shit so I can know what we really supposed to be doing. It ain't got to be about what we feel. No more. We got to be right. If we're going to be dealing with that type of energy, because whether you believe that you got to, you don't have to be initiated. It's not what I'm saying. You don't have to be fully initiated to be no priest. But if you is dealing with it, at least have a hand in the game. At least have your hand in the game and be respectful. Get your energy right, okay? Um, Y'all heard me talk about Olodu and Odu, Olofin. You heard me say these different names. Um, Olo, which means the owner. And Ofin is the word that is designating the laws, prohibition, commandments, and disciplines. Um, remember I told you that's Olofin that like governs will make your ass work to get this energy. And this is the concepts of sovereignty and sovereign rule within the word of Ofin. Olofin is a masculine and gender. This energy is uh, manly, internally wise, who is the owner of natural and divine law. I will go into some other notes um, that I got um, from different priests that I study with uh, through different temples. Shout out to Ogbe Sa, uh, Ogbe Imule Temple, Osameji Osa Temple, Iyasera, Ogun State. Uh, shout out to my African family. Bowani, I love y'all. What y'all doing? Call me in the mornings and, you know, holler at me. Um, shout out to them, though. Um, but he is the supreme ruler in heaven. And you heard him say when I read the Pataki, he going to make you work. Are you going to pray? You ain't going to pray once. You're going to pray. You're going to get them knees dirty for real. Get this workout. So when you're dealing in, all oh, I practice voodoo or I'm this, I'm that. No, become self-aware because Olo Dumare is self-aware. And if you walk in this path of dealing in African traditional system, that's who they worship is Olo Dumare. He is self-aware. And that's why I teach y'all self-awareness. You see what I'm saying? I teach y'all what I got out of this system, self-awareness. And they and Olo Dumare, when he became self-aware, he formed the 256 potentials of creation, what we know as Odu. And this is potentials is known as Omo Odu, which means the children of Odu or the children of Olodu. Okay. And these gives the head and the spiritual family of these 16 patterns in the Lukumi system and Ephi systems, ATR systems. Okay. And they use these divination tools known as Ikin or palm nuts and uh, Opele, which is the chain or Mirror de Logun, which is the shells or Marin as they call them. Um, to know how to communicate. So I will have a private class about it just to teach you how to just work with it. And I'm telling you, that don't mean I teach you how to read shells one week and you're doing divination for people the next week. No, you will ruin somebody's fucking life. You got to learn how to practice this shit to where you good. Like, cause it's powerful. Even I'm going to tell y'all something, a, a quick story. Then we're going to answer questions. I got about 10 minutes. When I first learned how to really read the shells for real was recently, like really, I'm 
really good with doing that. Like I, I got really good at it and I practice, practice with colonists. I, I know how to read EIOB. So I practice with colonists till I got good. You know what I mean? And then I start working with my shells. But I notice when I throw shells, right? Like when I, you know, do my do my casting, I can see the energy change when I'm like when I'm kneeled down. I when I throw when I throw the shells, I can see them moving before they hit the plate, like it be changing stuff. And that's why I'm telling y'all, don't learn how to get it one week and next week you don't no, don't fucking do that. Really learn the divination for yourself. Matter of fact, put it in practice with communicating with your ancestors. How about when you do a ritual to your spirit, you ask, was it accepted? <laughs> a lot of people don't know they run around doing all this work just because somebody on TikTok gave your ass a spell. That don't mean that shit was accepted. Because they could do, priests can even do that bow and it ain't accepted. They don't tell your ass that part. They don't tell you that part because that happens. That's why you got to do divination before you get into spell work. That's why you got to do divination when you work with these ancestors. That's why you got to become self-aware. It ain't me shitting on nobody that listen to these audios like, damn, she got on her ass. Hell yeah, I did, nigga. Correction is love. Some of y'all here about to get fucked up. The smooth way. Lose your whole head because your fucking ego. And somebody on here with me, they probably waving like we at church. Get the collection plate on the other side. I'm dead ass serious. This is how this shit happened. You will lose your whole, everything you thought you was. Trying to get, get at somebody. Listen, I'm trying, listen. Please take my advice. I'm Y'all know when I get to begging you, I'm fucking please. Just hear me out. Bring correction and awareness to yourself. If God got awareness, you trying to be God-like in a sin, awareness has to come in. So we got 10 minutes. I'll take some questions. Any questions from anybody in here? Shout out to all the people that's in here again. Let me pick on somebody. Miss Nene, come on, because I can feel you, boo. You know I'll be. How you, how you feeling, Nene? You still in here with me? I'm still here. How you feeling? You feeling good? Y'all feeling good? How you doing, Sage the Mage? Miss Candace, Miss Nikki, Miss Lenore, Miss James. Who else is in here? Shout out to all the people that showed up. Uh Miss Laney D. Nine Tails. How y'all feeling? I know some of y'all got some questions. Come on, uh, Miss Marie. I know some of y'all do. Y'all ain't got no questions for me. Y'all just like, damn Cheeto. Not again. I wanna know if like light and dark and you know it sits at you so is that could that be what this war is about like these like the jews going through this is that because it's just now it's time for their mm -hmm. did you call it ebo no ebo is when you feed spirits ebo yeah okay so what's the one when the misfortune ajogun osokbo yeah, Is that's it time for they Yeah, it's time for their misfortune. What they've been doing to everybody else. Just like America. You've been bullying people doing this shit. How long? You think it ain't coming to you? It's coming back. It's a law of nature. Remember, I told you Olo Dumari don't see good or bad. He's both. It's both. 
it's light and darkness. He don't see, oh, that was bad or that was good because he's both like Eshu, like the red and the black. He both. Olo Dumare, once you start doing like reading your shells, is two heads up, two, two mouth open, two mouth closed. He balanced. He conscious. It's not all peace with Olo Dumare. No, it's like chaos. Light. It's both. That's why I tell people, no, if I'm practicing Ifa, I had to learn how to master duality. Duality is not my fucking reality. You exist because I allow you to exist. And they like, oh, this bitch crazy. No, that's what I was taught. You know what I'm saying? This is African traditional science. And I, and it kills me. Like, it's really hurtful to me. Like, I'm not shading nobody, but like, it's really hurtful to me because a lot of indigenous people is in this community and they learn about this and they don't have a fucking clue about anything I just said. And in about a month, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to go back to this audio and I'm. it was 222 on my thing when I just said this. I'm going to go back to this audio and y'all I'm going to let y'all see the fucking messages. I never knew nothing about this. And I'm going to tell you why a lot of black people don't know about the shit that they worshiping and they giving the energy to because you don't like the fucking read. Black people don't know because you don't read. That part. You ain't got to, oh, I don't want to read that shit. Well, you illiterate little fuck. That's how you going to be, damn it. My daughter's like, Ma, you read every day. I said, listen, I read because five generations ago, my grandmother knew how to read and she was whipped, almost whipped to death. Because she read a paper. They caught her reading the paper. They almost whipped her to death. So I read every fucking day because my ancestors couldn't. The fuck? Ain't nobody gonna whip my ass. I'm reading every day all day. How about that shit? So a lot of these people know you ain't never gonna read. A lot of people, when they get EFI stuff done, they thinking it's magic. No, it's medicine. It's like going to the doctor. It's, they not giving, and this is the difference. A lot of people say, oh, I went to the Ephi priest, he gave me a ritual to harm her. That was not an Ephi priest. That was a witch. That was Ajogun. And you got a lot of people that stand as an Ephi priest. Oh, I practice Ephi, Ephi priest. And they Ajogun. They witches. They all say, or they go, Ose, they witches. <laughs> also, they witches. <laughs> they stand before you like they practice wholeheartedly Ephi. Them motherfuckers will black magic your ass. You selling you shit. You think you doing something. Piss them off one time. The forces of nature are never satisfied. So I want you to realize that. That's why when I see that on some real shit, like when my students, and I'm still recording, when some of my students from the past, when I would do shit for them and I never see them satisfied, oh, I know you an entity. Get this bitch the fuck up out of here. For real. Here go your money, baby. I got to get you up out of here. Oh, what happened? Nothing. It was a pleasure. I'm no longer able to help you. I can't teach you shit. Oh, bitch, you trying to be funny. No, I'm not. I know that you never satisfied. No matter what I give you, your greedy fucking ass will be in my face asking me for shit. I can have a whole cake and give you half and you will ask for my motherfucking leftovers tomorrow, bitch. I don't need you around me. I know what the fuck you are. I'm in harmony. I don't ask of a person no more than what the fuck I give to them. You got a lot of people that practice and they're sitting in your face like they fuck with you, but behind their back, they trying to take you down. Not knowing whether if you was into this shit or not, it's something called ebb and flow. Real shit. I had a girl do me like that. When I first started, I was scared to do dark shit. Like, I don't know, bitch. She like, oh, told me this shit. Like, oh, yeah, all the power you got. You can do this dark shit. And now you can feed these spirits and you can do this and this and this. And then she was right. I could. 
but I never got the authority from spirit. I never knew uh, Eshu. I had to get permission from him to do all this shit. And then one day that shit came back like a battery ram. Everything I had, I didn't have it no more. I was fucked up, homeless, on drugs. Why I got all this death and shit going on? What is going on? I met an e-fopper. He said, you was fucking with that dumb fake witch bitch and she put you in that shit. People that practice e are not witches. That's another reason how you know these bitches is not doing voodoo. Pay attention, man. We'll kill all the competition if you was well fucking read. Basics. I'm well read off this motherfucker. Nigga, I know you don't even fit the criteria. Well, how did you know? Did you at least read the basics, motherfucker? We know you. We know you were fake. <laughs> Me, Eshu, the universe, all these niggas I'm with, they know what time it is with your ass. You know what time it is with you. So I'm telling any indigenous person that's listening to this shit now or later, stop faking it till you make it. You're going to get fucked up. Stop playing with people. Stop being inappropriate with a sacred practice. You know, black folks don't know how to act. White folks neither. We don't know how to, white folks don't know how to leave, get out of each other's business, the black people's business. And black people don't know how to be sacred like they are. And that's our motherfucking problem. We don't know how to make things sacred. We don't know how to just love because. And that's what these stories and all this teach you. Why would you want to kill somebody that's been in charge? Bitch, you think you're the boss? You're going to get set up? And then they're going to let the little homie come do you dirty because you think you're the big homie. They're going to let the little homie come do you dirty because you thought you was the big homie. That's how God did him. Let their little brother. And Legua was the little baby, the youngest. Let him come do you dirty and he eat right. So people be like, oh, I fed Eshu Skittles and shit, bitch. My Eshu ate right. <laughs> he ate that right on the stick. He liked that right. The shit y'all be eating from the Chinese restaurant. He ate that. Or he ate a bunch of chickens. He had a whole shitload of palm oil and feathers and a live chicken. But you at home feeding your Eshu Skittles, bitch, with cars out and shit. Barbies. The fuck out of here. I'm just saying. It's levels to the shit. Stop playing with this. Get you a mentor. Get you somebody that really give a fuck about you. That want to teach you. Not somebody out of ego. Not somebody that's in it for the money. I like, now that I know what I'll be looking for, I like to deal with older Babalows, older Eonifas. They're going to give it to you blood raw. They ain't trying to find no God children. They didn't have a hundred damn God children. They like, okay, what you calling for today? Didn't I teach you to do this? Well, do that for this long and find out what this is. Another thing I want to teach y'all is when y'all getting them fucking readings, because I don't see y'all got a lot of questions. Y'all just listening. When y'all getting them readings, the readings is only for 21 days. Not... I had a lady tell me, yeah, I got an e reading two years ago and I'm still dealing with... Girl, that's only for 21 days that that's going on. So you just stagnated 18 months of your fucking life. The reading is for 21 to 45 days preliminary that you got to watch out for these things. You're not well... A lot of people ain't well studied or well read with this shit and it's, it's getting scary. So I was directed, read this book to them. Read it to the world. I said, let me tag the hive in here. Y'all might want to get in this motherfucker here. This is some powerful shit. Um, find those books for yourself. Tap into your inner power. If y'all have more questions, alchemyworks.com. I mean, alchemyworks at yahoo.com. DM me for more information. I love y'all and I hope you have a wonderful day on purpose. And I hope you enjoyed this class.